The following is brought to you by Michael Bolick, The Joe Q Car Show, Dan Campbell, Olin and Angelo, Jim Wright, Andy Beach, Nick Wood, Will Harris, and Craig. Politics, 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 The sounds of the scene last night. Amy Coney Barrett uh, will, by way of a private swearing-in ceremony today, officially ascend to her place in the highest court of the land. The Supreme Court has now, as prophesized in uh, political campaigns for my entire lifetime, Tilted, or at least we believe so. My name is Justin Robert Young. This is Politics, Politics, Politics for October 27th, 2020. Uh, This isn't going to be a big, long episode, mostly because uh, (laughs) I'll be honest with you guys. I ran out of stuff. I I, I had a we, we had we had the RT interview last week and we had the whole big special episode this week. But I figured Next Tuesday will be our our final kind of battle poem for this election. And it would be a little weird if we didn't have anything this Tuesday. And so we'll just do a little news recap. I don't know how many times I can say that it's bizarre that Amy Coney Barrett was confirmed to the Supreme Court without much of a fight from the Democrats. I understand the logic. I understand that there was probably more money to be made in her getting confirmed. I understand that there was more damage that could have been done by going the full Kavanaugh on a working religious mom when you're trying to win Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, and Michigan. But it's just very weird to me. And to be honest with you, I don't know if it's ever going to not be weird. Then again, I I am but a simple pundit. Brags on my chest and... uh, Holes in my shoes, making my way on the turnip truck to Big Punditsville. Oh boy, am I impressed when I see all the gleaming buildings with the 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 the, the old gray ladies and the uh, cable news networks. Why there? That's where the real smart people are. 
Not me. No, no, no. Just a bumpkin from Davie, Florida, trying to do my best to use my country wisdom to find out what the hot hell is going on in this political world. I do wonder, though, whether or not I'm going to have to apologize. Whether or not I'm going to have to say I'm sorry. Because I have been very vexed in this election by the strategy of Joe Biden and the Democrats. Specifically post-pandemic with the idea that they've kind of not done anything. Or at least they've done very little. And really, that's kind of been the plan. And based on the polling, it might work. In fact, it might work historically well. We quote now from... Politico, the last 10 days of a presidential campaign is typically a frenzied spectacle of barnstorming candidates hitting multiple swing states daily. But that's not the kind of campaign that Joe Biden is running. On Sunday, he held no campaign events. On Monday, he stayed close to home in Wilmington, Delaware, making only a brief local stop where he signaled he'd travel to swing states between then and Election Day. And that was after spending much of last week off the trail as he prepared for the final debate. Hide a Biden is hiding even in our final closing moment. Now, the arguments for such a strategy have shifted a little bit, or at least the arguments I've heard most popularly have. The one now is something that I've said for the better part of the year at this point, that if James Carville's famous phrase, it's the economy stupid, was the 1992 refrain, then 2020s is quite simply, it's the virus stupid. In fact, hell, why go with the Mr. Pibb? Here's the Dr. Pepper Carville himself. It's the pandemic stupid. He respects other people's health and he respects his own health. Now, I will say this, that beyond whether or not Joe Biden is out there campaigning. If there is some kind of massive mathematical upset next Tuesday. What we will point at is more the get out the vote drive. Is more the idea that they had no door knockers for most of this year. Now, there's one thing, you know, to to not do any kind of physical events. And there's something else to just not doing anything. And, and that really has been my biggest criticism of the Biden campaign going forward, because I do think it's the virus stupid or it's the pandemic stupid. I mean, I'm not going to say I'm better than James Carville as a pundit, but I think virus is catchier. But I think that we all deal with this in different ways. I think that we all read different things into it. 
I whether or not Donald Trump wins, whether or not Joe Biden wins, we are not of one mind on how we should deal with this coronavirus. And for anybody who thinks that a mask mandate is just going to make everybody act a different way, boy, howdy, do I got some news for you. This is anecdotal, but I I do think that there, based on some of the conversations I've had, is something to where Donald Trump has eventually landed in his messaging, which is we can't live our lives inside forever. Businesses have to have have to move. We have to be safe. We have to be doing it with our eyes open. But we can't be living in fear of an invisible killer. We have to be strong. I mean, boil that down and put some sheen on it and it's stiff upper lip. It's keep calm and carry on. But maybe that's just that. Maybe it is Trump's lack of discipline because that's the other thing that I've been told by people who tell me that Joe Biden's strategy is not a detriment. Hide a Biden is indeed 5D chess. Not doing anything is the new doing something. And the reason why is because Donald Trump is doing the most. The only way to beat the Trump show is to make people get burned out on the Trump show. And so that's what he's done. He has seeded pretty much the 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 the, the direction of this campaign to wherever Trump wants to take it presuming that he will not do anything good with it. And during the summer, I thought that was a horrifying strategy because I don't know when you ever want to give your opponent the driver's seat. And yet now, based on some of these numbers and more specifically, the widening margins in states like Michigan, Wisconsin, and Pennsylvania, the likes of which we would have to see catastrophic polling errors for them to not be at least indicative of where this race is right now in the late stages, he might be right. I think that's a big bet to come in. But you got to give the devil his due. And so, I am pre-authing it. If indeed Joe Biden wins the presidency, you will hear come out of my lips a heartfelt apology. I will apologize for spending this summer ruthlessly denigrating the Hyde Biden strategy. I will say that indeed 
doing nothing is the new doing something. I will say I'm sorry to Joe Biden. All right, that'll wrap it up for our little mini-sode today. Back with our regular episode tomorrow. And uh, we have some good guests. I don't want to say who they are until we, 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 we run the episodes. We haven't done the interviews yet, but we have two uh, bigger media guests. People you might have heard of. Maybe you love them. Maybe you hate them. But I feel like you'll 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 be aware of them. Uh, I'm very excited to talk to them Wednesday and Friday if uh, if everything goes according to Hoyle. And probably my mom. She'll be on this week. All right. That'll be about it for us today. Thank you guys for continuing to support this program. TakePoliticsSeriously.com is where you go to do it. Until then, this is your old pal Justin Robert Young saying... Some shows talk about politics, others talk about politics, and still more talk about politics. But this is the only show that talks about Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. (laughs) Dog and Pony Show Audio.